Hello and welcome to another episode of Nature vs. Nurture on Listen to These Nerds. My name is Megan and I am your DM for this evening. Starting to my right we have... Yvette playing Kiersey. Woo! Chris playing the role of Foran. I'm John and I'm playing Akiko. Uh, I'm Joey and I'm playing Taika. And I'm Harry and I'm playing Hara. And me and Chris get to be in at the beginning of the episode this yeah, time. Woo-hoo! Probably the whole episode. Probably. Maybe the whole episode. We'll see. If you're we'll good. Hmm. If you behave yourselves. If you force your way into all the narratives. <laughs> just like I planned. Anyway. So, last time, we were with our, I don't want to say heroes, our, our people. <laughs> our posse. People, this group. Our tree posse. The gang. Our forest. Um, we were in the great city of Adrenes, the capital of the Courier Empire, in the plains of Elia. Um, and so our tree persons, our Yavala, have a really busy schedule for the next several weeks. For starters, you've now enrolled in Courier speaking courses, um, which is pretty exciting for Hara and Kiersey, especially because you guys already have a pretty basic knowledge. So you just now, blow everyone out? Well... Move that curve over. So you start the class a week late. Oh. So, but it helps you in that you already know enough that you're not behind mm. to start a week late, except for Taika. Um, yep. So if Who's you also are, incredibly negative about the entire experience. Yeah. So that doesn't help his learning. So yeah, you really give your teacher a run for her money. Her mm. name is Rachel. Um, and she does her best, you know, to teach all of your career, and you find that your grammar has been quite off, your pronunciation obviously really, really sketchy. Out of curiosity, like, who else is in this class other than us? Right, so the, this class is specifically aimed towards basically new immigrants. Mm. Uh, people that want to kind of enter the international community or enter a courier city will want to take this course. It's very intense and very short. Um, so you've got um, several Kalmirans. Which you know is what Akiko, the nation Akiko is from. These are the the airship individuals, people. Right. Um, Air superiority. <laughs> uh, you also have a couple of Koraks, and the Koraks are a race you see pretty often used as guards. They're incredibly large. Like even you notice that you're you're quite short. Yavans are quite short in stature compared to most of the other races. These guys are quite tall compared to everybody else, like seven feet tall. Mm. And they are all gray and very, very thick skin. It basically looks like stone skin. And you find out quite quickly that this is a race of soldiers. These are these are warrior people. And when you are like working in your class and people are talking, you notice they're very straight to the point, they're matter of fact, they don't really try to converse with you or try to make friends at all. They're like Klingons. They all, they, they all use, like, bladed, two-handed weapons that look really awkward and talk about honor all the time. No. I, know. <laughs> I was thinking of the dark. <laughs> oh, no. Shuffling papers quickly, erasing things. Uh, no, they're actually, if you want to know my process, they're based on Spartans. Ooh. Mm. So they're very... So at what point do we see one of them get a kid and like hold it up and examine it and then like chuck it over a cliff because it's not good enough? And then talk about how two dudes bang is, is the manliest relationship that can exist. <laughs> While they rub butter all over their abs. Yeah. And talk about how women all are gross little, but men are please. super hot. <laughs> yep, all those things. You see all of that. No, um, I will say you actually don't see much um, because you guys are so busy between your, when you're not in class, which is every day, 
there with uh, Professor Kaling, working on his uh, research thesis, thesis, thesis a- answering research, questions, answering questions, or you're working with Akiko. So when you talk to Kaling, what kind of information are you willing to give him? Mm, very little, if like at anything at all. I respond like, to most questions with like a like grimace and like a very short answer, like a yes or no. I'll be fairly open with him. Like I'll explain why we went into hiding because he kind of touched on that last time. Something about fire people. Mm-hmm. So I like you know explain like okay well this is what happens and like I'm very invested in the process. I'm very happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kiersey, what kind of information do you offer, Professor? Um, probably the same as. Oops. <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> just making sure not to tell him too much secret information. So occasionally, like, I'll be where talking... Is the, where is the location of your village? Nowhere. <laughs> so he, he already kind of knows not to what ask. What sort of fortifications about... do you have? <laughs> yeah. He knows not to ask where, but asking questions like, how do you cultivate trees? Yeah, yeah. Because people are aware that, that you know, they've all had a special relationship with trees. And asking things about, like, how do you sustain your food source without, you know, having open fields mm. and, and things, questions like that. How do you hide? Yeah. How do you hide? What sort of... Do, do, you, lead? do you have any <laughs> combat experience? Nobody asks. He does ask biological questions, too. Things like, do you molt? Do we? I like... Yes. Oh. I like... Look out of my shoulder. <laughs> yes. So you, you pulled that one off a little early. So you can see the flesh underneath is quite soft still. Yeah. Normally he'll molt, normally at the end of winter, mm. your skin will peel off and there'll be like a fresh layer. But it's like picking a scab off too early if you try and like yank it. Or like clipping a fingernail too low. Uh, yeah. Let's just stop that train of thought and move on. So to like, Ara's like, ah, yes, we do. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Kaling like reaches over and he's like, could I? Uh, do you mind? <laughs> no, no, he reaches for like. Oh, like, the, the scale, yeah. He's like, like I, I kind of look at him weird because he's basically like someone asking for a scab, but he's like, sure. <laughs> Can I touch your scab? <laughs> well, and he starts like examining it and kind of like trying to pull it apart and figure out like what are you made of? Is this actual tree? Like, do you feel? <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, there, professor. Anyway, do you cry? <laughs> And so he has you in his office almost every day after class. And that is how you are paying for your classes, is technically you're working for the university. And then finally, your third job is working with Akiko. So, Akiko, what do you have them doing? Um, so occasionally, Akiko will take one of them, not... Taika? Not Taika. Got it. One of the sociable ones. Yeah, and basically would be like... Yeah, tree people, they're a thing. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so you basically show us off at market more or less. Basically, it's like, look, there's this like people we n- thought were completely gone, and now we they we can get unique items from their culture to show how cultured you are. Right. And to transport them long distances, what if air? Yeah. Okay. I was wondering when that was gonna get to your pitch. Yeah. No. 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 It, it's a setup. You set them off with like. You know what? I want to be an important cultured person, so I should have things from other people. Hmm. The other people's cultures. Also and then, but how do I get that? Well, what if you went over the air? It's faster, safer. They ask questions like, like what? Uh, <laughs> tree person, tell them about your culture. Uh, uh, 
slowly, like, and I realize there's a lot of people looking at me all of a sudden. It takes like a good 20 seconds and I kind of just slowly shuffle off to the side. <laughs> yeah, your pitch kind of dwindles, it fizzles a little after that. When you can't actually drum up any examples of a cultural item of you, Uh-huh. Andrew Yavala shuffles away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's like, other times I'll just like have them standing outside of like the, like, ship? the ship with a sign that says, like, uh, oh, Mori traders. Two dollars. <laughs> traders. And it's just like, look, it's a Yavalin holding a sign. <laughs> I'm literally a tree. How token. How token. <laughs> oh no. I'm being typecast. Uh, is it possible for me to sneak out? Like, I don't, yeah. I, I, no one's no one deep. No, okay. Oh, so, yeah, so. Otherwise, I, I do have them do, like, minor manual. Yeah. Like, do you have us on the ship at all? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's my house. Okay. Yeah. So yes. occasionally, like going through it, you will see that like Hara is like poking and prodding at the various because you have like you're one of the only cultures with electricity, right? And that's we're the, the only culture. culture. Okay. So you've got but there's like so like occasionally you'll see him. He like pokes and prods at, like the lights and the wires. Like it's almost like if you didn't know that they're complete idiots when it comes to most things outside of their culture, you'd almost assume that he's doing some sort of industrial sabotage. Like, um, not industrial. Yeah, intrigue. Yeah, not okay. super worried about that because like the method of creation is kind of a like it's okay. So basically, we're the like one of the most dominant military powers because nobody else can fly. Yes, and like the reason one of the reasons is that we're the only ones who know how to make electricity hmm. like the the getting it to places that's cool and all but like that's not, not gonna help you if you can't make it yeah so like occasionally you'll see him like you know prodding the lights or like following the wires and then like running into a locked door and they're like oh <laughs> okay hey um yo a couple safety tips there little dude uh hmm? whatever you do um don't touch the exposed parts try not to pull on it and whatever you do do not lick it found that Sounds- out the hard way Mm. I will keep that in mind. Cool. Awesome. So I've been roaming around uh, trying to like learn about their culture and their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So I walk around wearing the, 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 my character's mask, which is this white mask with two slits for eyes and a slit down the middle for the mouth. Why do you have a mask? Because I want people to see that I'm a tree person. Oh. I'd, rather look like, I'd rather look like a weirdo wearing a cloak and a mask okay. walking around than have people know I'm a tree person. So okay. you're walking around in the dark with the mask on. Do you want to roll uh, some kind of comprehend like skill? Sure. Uh, I will roll comprehend keen eyes. Okay. Which is only three dice. Hurt. Well, Doesn't matter. Go. I got two nines. Nice. Um, so walking around the city, you start to pick up on a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, very populated. Everything is very well built. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start to notice that although there's a lot of people here, it's a very clean city. Right. There is definitely people that are working. Is janitorial. Mm-hmm. The uh, servant class. There's definitely yeah. There's definitely a servant class of people cleaning the streets, people lighting the lamps, everything else. There is a massive market, and it gets bigger on Sundays when everyone kind of brings their stuff to market to mm-hmm. trade and to sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, you learn probably the quickest about money. Yeah. About gold. Or I learned about the value of this money that they're yeah. so in love with. Uh, career, uh, currency is galleons. So they're gold coins. Um, like Harry Potter. Just like Harry Potter. That's where I stole it. I, was, I couldn't remember. <laughs> I just liked it. Fuck. Fuck. Um, 
Chris, you're ruining this for us. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Because you. It's cool. It's fine. Um, you also realize that the couriers are worshippers of Helia. So you're familiar with with the pantheon. It's part of the general creation myth. Helia is the second mother of the world. Helia is the sun. Mana is the moon. The two mothers of Laia. They join together to create the the world. Um, so there's depictions of the sun throughout the city, and you'll notice kind of carved into places. Um, and something else notable, you realize, especially when you go to your class with your teacher, Rachel, is you suddenly realize Rachel is one of the only women couriers you've seen. <gasps> there is a lot of men, a lot of male couriers, all of them very muscled and tall and beautiful and whatever. And you see the women, and they look very similar. They're also very tall and blonde and beautiful. Statuesque. Statuesque. But they number about one female to every ten males. I would I would bluntly ask Rachel why there are so few women. Mr. Tact. I would, <laughs> yeah. I, would I would say I would I guess As soon it, as you learn how to say the words. Oh also I'm in class, I'm I'm that guy who constantly asks like, what's the word for conspiracy? <laughs> <laughs> And then she was like, I don't speak trees, so I don't know what you asked me. Yeah. I do that, and then, and then I say it very pointedly, and then I realize she doesn't understand, and then I ask Kara to ask for me. I, I kind of look at you very like, what? Um, does she have a last name, or like, do we just address her as Professor? Rachel. Right. Um, she's, she's a chill, cool prop. Ah, yes. <laughs> she sits in the chair backwards. Professor Rachel's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> That's um, me. <laughs> shit, that is me. <laughs> Uh, it's Taika, right? Yes. All right. Um, Rachel, Taika wanted me to ask, uh, and I'm like, kind of, like, you can see I'm trying to think of the word. Why are they so few women, career? Um, she seems kind of, like, taken aback for a moment, like... Like, why would you ask me that? No, no, like, like, oh, you didn't know? Yeah. Like, there's, we're born less women. Most families have many, many children. One will be a woman. She continues the line. I relay this information to Taiko. Hmm. So it's not that they're hiding women. It's that there they, are way more men. Just have, biologically, more men are born. Weird genetics like that. Yeah. Whoa. Maybe it's possible. Anything's possible in this because wonderful world. Because a lot of you guys have powerful thighs. Powerful. If the gods can create such powerful thighs. If we were thinking like uh, Darwin selective breeding, it's just that families that gave birth to a lot of sons did better and were more successful at having couriers. Because women aren't couriers in the official sense. Mm -hmm. What a um, sexist society you've created, Megan. I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> Women belong in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> or the university. <laughs> well, you'll notice, actually, that means that women are the heads of households. Yep. And women have a choice of a lot of suitors if they would choose. Mm. It also means, and you notice this quite quickly, there is a lot of male men Pol love. Oh, I thought you were going to say polygamy. No, actually, there's just a lot of gay men. Mm. Cool. All right. Um, so, is, is, are tree people hetero? How does tree people reproduction work? It's hetero. Okay. Well, first, if you want to reproduce, you, you plant the seed, yeah. you break off a piece of your own skin, then you bury it in her Yeah, the, the, the professor. And then you have your partner come and kiss the ground. No, no, <laughs> and then no, a baby no, comes and out. And then, uh, 
<laughs> that's what they tell their kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, you have to water it. Yeah, the professor that took my it. scale is going to have like a real big surprise. I'm like, not much. He didn't kiss it. It's not He didn't do it out in the open, but who knows? Yeah, there has to be a lot of fresh air circulating. Okay. No, it's just like normal stuff. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, the, everyone's basically just split evolved off of like a, a main branch. So weird yeah. common bipedal yeah. ancestor. I will say, in the actual uh, belief system of the world, that's not the case. Yeah. As far as, if you ask a Calmarian, are they born of the same stock as you? They'll say no. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone believes that it's kind of a chicken and egg scenario. It's the, we're at, we were at war because we're different. Yeah. Rather than we went to war and we became different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone kind of is of the mind that this is always how we've been. This is why we don't get along with each other. Yeah. Because we're naturally different. We're naturally different. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are other theories. They're not prevalent. Yeah. Um, one other thing. Have we actually gone flying in the airship at any point? Or has that been on the ground mostly? No. Mm. So this is, now we get to something very important. You cannot fly the airship until, and this is, I'm looking more at Kiko, you can't fly your airship until you have a cargo that's more valuable than its fuel. Yeah, mm. I, I, I know that. So it's basically just been hovering in the dockyard for... Well, it doesn't hover. It's oh, just it's, sitting it's on docked. the ground. Okay. It's docked. Uh-huh. Birth. <laughs> yeah, uh, why would, why hover? Because <laughs> we're in the future. Yeah. That's what airships do, you know. So they touch ground, they lose all their airship power. They're like They're sharp. just a regular ship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Haven't you heard the term grounded? <laughs> okay. It's an yeah. No, I, 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 like that. That's a, a thing because, again, our secret fuel. Yeah. That lets us have electricity. Probably mm-hmm. cheap. Mm, it's cheap. Especially over here. Wait, did you say secret fuel? The blood. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> it was a conspiracy. Conspiracy! Uh, they're using dinosaurs to power this engine! <laughs> <laughs> they crush up all the dinosaurs real small! They don't do anything with intense pressure. Yeah. Well, I guess, uh, and then the tiny dinosaurs run the engine. You try to see how it's powered. Yes, like I, I basically have like, noticed all the wires and stuff moving around. And he basically starts like following them and be like, oh, where do these black things, where do these like, you know, weird straight tubes go? Um, so if you want, you can roll a comprehend. Alright. Uh, can I try detail oriented? Yeah. Alright. That's fast as that's. Nothing. You got nothing. Stick, yeah, you what got a mysterious spot. bundle yeah. of wires. Okay. Mm, I wonder if it's powered by this black substance on the outside of the wires. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I, I try and like pick and poke at it, and then I remember the, the wise words that Foreign said to not stick your finger in the exposed bits. I figure he probably knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he does. You trust this guy? <laughs> no, I don't, but he seems very sincere in not wanting me to touch the exposed stuff. Okay. Learn from my mistakes. <laughs> well, like, learn from my mistakes. <laughs> You've done it like literally five minutes prior. <laughs> Roasted half my taste buds. Akiko, you are traveling through the city trying to find clients trying to find jobs. Yeah, basically what? trying to find somebody to, who would want to send a thing far away uh-huh. in a straight line. So, yeah, I'm going along with, because a courier being on board always helps with negotiations and diplomacy. Yeah. yeah. And so now I it know. is our turn to not do anything. 
<laughs> wait, wait, wait. What? I, I, I always have to be in the spotlight. I refuse to play in this game if I'm not the center of attention. So what are some of the um, clientele that you're looking for? Like, where do you look? Um, so, uh, one thing I'm... So, I'm realizing that the, the whole, you know, getting things from other places isn't working. So now I'm thinking, okay, what if we buy things here and sell them somewhere else for more money because it's harder to get them? So I, I'm basically like looking around and trying to be like, what could I buy here and then sell for profit? Okay. Um, a tree person. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, that's that's a different set of people who are assholes. <laughs> um. By the way, oh. at, are they anywhere in the city? Yes. Okay. They're not numerous, but do you? I, I Share will... your opinion. Yes, openly. Okay, so you guys are all having uh, your dinner, mm-hmm. which that's part of kind of your payment for your jobs right now, from yeah. Akiko. So you're all having dinner in the ship together. Mm. I would actually yeah. imagine that that I ask, I actually probably like point blank or like, would you sell us? I will. Yeah, no. Cause, I, 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 yeah, because because I because I feel like a, the conversation would arise where she's like talking about buying and selling, and I hear like buying, selling, and I hear, hear the word like person, because I still never grasp a courier, so all I, I hear is buy, sell, and you probably say like to the right people, I'm like, when you say buy, sell people, I'm like, you sell people? Are you gonna sell us? I'm like, no, no, absolutely not. Do people buy people? Mm. Asshole people buy people. Yeah. Ooh boy, now we're getting the racism. Asshole? I'm gonna leave this entirely. Uh, what's the name of that culture again? <gasps> you forgot how rude. The Orans. Your mortal right. enemies. Yeah. yeah. You forgot their name. They're their mortal enemies. Orans. Sorry, there's a lot of words in this game. Orans buy and sell people. We don't like Orans. Or oh. that, that's an interesting thing for you. But for mm. no, orans are neutral. Or like, okay, so here's the thing. Sorry, sorry. Um, what I mean to say is... I actually imagine he says that and has to course correct. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with that. Yeah. But I can go too long and she's very vocal about He's it. scratching his head trying to think of the words. We don't like people who sell people. Some orans sell people, but not... All orans sell people. Not all orans sell people. <laughs> Hashtag, not all orans. <laughs> Hashtag not all orans. <laughs> Who uh, are the orange? So orange, uh, they have the blue skin. Yeah, uh, they're the blue skin people. Well, okay, it's very very pale mm-hmm. to the point where it almost looks blue. Mm-hmm. It's also it's sparkling. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. they have high foreheads, bleached, almost white hair, and like tall elven kind of ears. Okay, so what's the racist way to refer to them? Sparklies. Yeah, I probably something like sparklies. Yeah. Or get creative, John. Okay, yeah. alright, yeah, I just didn't want to like... BYO's racial slur. Salt skins. Oh, I like that. That is why, for the record, legitimately that's why they're sparkly. Yeah, okay, yeah. They're salty? You, uh, salt sparkly people. Salt skins. Have I seen an orm before? Yeah. They're not very common in a dreams, but you have seen them and they stand out. They're very, um, very tall, very regal, and you know, head held high. Um, they usually have attendants, and the, they're dressed to the nines with a lot of gold, a lot of jewels. 
Um, you've only seen maybe three of them, but they always do stand out when you see one. And none of them are in the class, right? No. Okay. Hmm. They... Oh, yes, yes. The, the, um, and he says a word in a weird language you don't understand and does like this with his hands. Like almost like he's miming like light coming out of them. No, they're not magic. No, don't worry. <laughs> um, uh, they were... The last race fighting. Uh, enemy. Yes. Yes. John's not going to expand on that. That's interesting. Um, their people and my people were uh, have made peace, and that is the peace because they are very, very dangerous. Not uh, all of not all of them are dangerous. Yeah. So they buy and sell people. They take land that is. Not theirs. Uh, anything close to water, they say is their land. Not all of them do that, but a, but to be yeah. fair, a lot of them. Do. So there is peace, but still enemies. There are always enemies. <laughs> <laughs> enemies all around. Enemies. We don't fight, but we're. Uh, it's complicated. And that is a phrase I hammered into you guys from day one. Do they watch you? <laughs> uh, probably. Ta-da! So I, I say to you, to my fellow tree people, yeah. we must keep the location of our village secret. Yes. No one will need. No one can. Uh, if they, if they, they, if they are watching these people, and these people are watching us, the, we must make sure that. That those people do not learn the location from these people. Yes. The Orin claimed to have killed you all. That's why no one's been looking for you. Huh. My whole worldview, like, <laughs> it's like that timid air, like, <laughs> Orin are bad people. Maybe couriers weren't bad. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Tell me more. Uh, yeah, so, I, I, like, lean over really close. Oh, Tell no. me about enemy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then she'll just I go on. I told like, you everything, so you're yeah, going to take this. So you're going to fill They're stuck up. Uh, don't like women. Um, <laughs> watch people. Uh, yeah. In sky? No. No. Mm. Only my people in sky. Steal ships from you? In never. Sky? They, they could uh, never control this. water on ocean. Build cities in ocean. What about river water? Uh, that's why they say they kill all of you. Because all water there. For the record, you can speak in normal sentences. Yeah, no, no, no. She's actually doing that... That oh, like, like, like character, and you're like, why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah, well, so, she's she's trying to like speak slowly. Yeah, and, yeah, like like I like, 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 like I'm a child. Like like I'm a child. So Kirsi says to Akiko, um, why are there so few of them in the city? Um, they they're very um, hmm? snobs. Yeah, enemies. They, they do they have their own city? Yes, in the water, in oh, the ocean. So like, take out a map. Like, is there? Okay. You won't have a map that includes Orin cities. Yeah, no, not that, like, but something that shows where ocean is. I have to imagine the map is, like, the map of, like, his people's territory, and then all the territory that would be the Orin is, like, shit land. <laughs> Here there be Orins. No, so the map 
map you pull out is the general shape of the continent, Laia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You've seen this map briefly before, or a similar one, in Dr. Kaling's office. Um, but basically, it shows, I'm assuming, the Kelmiran lands, the mountains. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can see Akiko's lands are these massive peaks on the mountain, like just straight up. And there's little dots. Yeah. And some of them are up, not even touching a mountain. Yeah, I, I don't worry about them seeing See, our, our... I assumed you would. Yeah, because they're tree people. What, what, they don't have an army. They can't fly. <laughs> That's what you think, and then wings sprout out of our backs. <laughs> um, and so to the, the east, the entire east side of the map is... Uh, and you, you know this already, it's mm. the Silver Ocean. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. double check on, I wrote that down earlier. Out of curiosity, like, do we, like, do we have any idea of Orin's being in that thing? Because, like, we must have had a vague idea of other races beforehand. Um... Well, we heard stories of fire people, right? Yes. Yeah, you, you are vaguely familiar with the idea that there's there's water people, there's air people, there's... Like, it got very elemental. Ah, yes. You didn't really have much more than air people... Water people? Mm -hmm. You're like, people? Well, you assumed that if there's this people, there's probably rock people. Yeah. <laughs> there's probably yeah, we, yeah, we've met rock people. They're the big soldiery dudes. There you go. Yeah. Oh, oh, um, the sea people. Yeah, the sea people. Yeah, so that's... And they were the last people fighting us. Mm. Well then, I guess we'll have to be careful. <laughs> Okay, we're going to have to name this now. So you can see on the map, the Silver Sea, oh. and the entire east all the way from the north to the south cape, mm -hmm. is that ocean, um, which, as you said, the Aura claim dominion over all waters under the name of Sunus, the god of the sea. Um, and you can see your river, the Heart River, is large enough to be marked on a map, although you can tell right now the shape on this map is wrong. Mm -hmm. Just based on your knowledge, it was probably just drawn in as like a line across. Yeah. Like, we know this river is here somewhere. Yeah, and then fuck it, it's here We've somewhere. We've heard someone said there's a river here. Not like anybody lives there. Well, we know that there's a river there because of the extermination of... Exactly. I don't know the shape of the river, I've never seen the river. But it's it like, has to be there because that's there. why they killed them. Yeah. Um, and you can see... Uh, the Black Road, which we've talked about already, cutting across it, blocking it from meeting the Silver Ocean. Previous to that, it did. And it actually cut a straight waterway across the entire continent from the Silver Ocean to the Golden Ocean. Ooh! On the other side. Ooh! So, currently, like the Aura only control the Silver Ocean. They Who's don't. in the Golden Ocean? The fire people? Do they live in a lake of fire? I mean, an do ocean you ask, fire? Do you ask John? Yeah! No. <laughs> it's just it's just a regular ocean. <laughs> yeah, no no one lives there. It's not. Yeah. But how do you know? Have you flown there? Have you flown there? Not personally, but I if there were ore in there, we would know. Mm -hmm. And so what you do know, uh, based on kind of rumors you've heard from the aura, and I assume Akiko tells all of you this. Yeah. Basically, the Engni, the fire people, cut the river in half. And that stopped the Orans from taking the Golden Ocean. Because as it was, the only other option was go through the North Pole, which is frozen, or go through the South, which is highly volcanic. Mm. 
um, and not really easily traversed. So their only real option was going straight through the Heart River, where you lived. Um, by blocking it off, it meant that they're limited to one side of the ocean, rather than having full control of all of the oceans surrounding the entire continent. So... So maybe those fire people were up to something. So fire people make water people attack us. No. Well, no, they, no, that, no. Like you were saying that they could cut no. it off no, no. so that they couldn't get to... Actually, the... So what the, the general belief was until right now mm-hmm. was... Uh, the fire people, you guys died, yeah. but then the fire people saw the massive amount of power they were about to gain, mm-hmm. the Orans, and yeah. didn't want that. Yeah. And so they cut them in half. Yeah. Because they have control of lava flows. Okay, okay. And so they literally cut the riverbed in half uh, so that it was no longer connected. Alright. Now what we know is they did that before the Orans got to you. Mm-hmm. So, Which, so, so they actually protected us. Yeah. Okay. In a roundabout way. Huh. That is mm. interesting. Fire people, possibly not enemy. Wait, um, from what you know, Akiko, actually, and, and uh, foreign, foreign, uh, the Angi are not benevolent people. They are known as the sworn enemies of the Korax, which you saw are those massive soldiers. Mm-hmm. They're incredibly uh, dangerous, and they're known for the Black Road which yeah. cuts across the middle of the continent, reaching all the way to the Heart River from the southern edge of the continent. So it's just a big lava flow, basically. It's a giant... Well, it's it's dormant now. Oh, it's okay. just rock now. It's obsidian. It's yeah. like asphalt, but ah. it's not asphalt. But it's, yeah, exactly. Um, and so it was generally understood that they were attempting to take over the world. Uh, yep. And couriers don't have direct knowledge of them because you can't travel to them because not only do they uh, direct lava flows, there's also giant gas plumes mm-hmm. coming out of their lands. So unless you can breathe poison, you can't talk to them. Mm. So yeah, they're a lot like fire themselves. Almost impossible to control. Mm-hmm. Dangerous to try. Interesting. There is much we do not know. Also, yes, this... also enemies. Noted. And I pull out of <laughs> Everyone! Do the... Do it's, like a, it's like one of those divine enemies. Everyone. Friends. <laughs> do the... Tree people. <laughs> do the uh, Yavala have a... Uh, Foreign enemies, historical arch nemeses as well. Not that you remember. Oh. <laughs> is the problem. Yeah. We have, we've got those <laughs> ghost stories of fire people, which well, I'm assuming by now we've kind of connected the dots that they're the Agni. Yeah. But like nothing, like we haven't fought anybody in decades. Yeah. Just check in, because oh. you know it seemed like everybody else had their like, you know, one on ones. No, that, that big well, social. Your strategy was to hide. <laughs> I will say there is lots of other races that are are smaller. These are kind of the the, the, the big, big ones. The big ones. The big players. The big, the big battlefronts. We have to find like the flower people. They're hippies. <laughs> we have to find them. Okay, I see. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Because you know, tree is not a main element. Sorry. Yeah. What about the heart people? <laughs> also, are we eating this dinner with metal utensils? Jesus Christ. I'm using my hands. <laughs> I'm using my hands. Yeah. I attempt to use metal utensils. Actually, it's no. Stuff. It's chopsticks. Oh. Yeah. That can Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I attempt to use the chopsticks by mimicking what you're doing, and then halfway through just give up and start stabbing the food. I just look at you, I just, I just like, I ask, why make difficult? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just like put it in my mouth. We are attempting, to, and I say to, to uh, Taika and Yovalan, we're attempting to learn other cultures. I should try something. Stab! <laughs> <laughs> just looks like a pain. Oh. Is the food, if the food is dangerous, then you shouldn't eat it. And if it isn't, you just use hand, your hands. 
I just observe what our hosts are doing and attempt to do the same thing. Yeah, Does Ford have a fork? Um, yeah. <laughs> Ford brought his own fork. Mm-hmm. Ford's ate here a few times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I imagine the couriers travel with, like, stuff on yeah, them. Yeah, like, because they travel on this. Fork. So, so he has a fanny pack. Ford eats a lot because half of all of the nutrients go to his legs. Yeah. So for that reason... <laughs> you got, I gotta hit my macros to get my gains. So for that reason, like... He's not not allowed over often. He's got a couple of things on his person, and one of them is a fork that he has at all times, just in case he needs to eat. Well, I figured you'd have, like, couriers just generally carry, you know, stuff on them so that they're used to carrying the weight when they travel long distances. Yeah, that's true, but, like, this is a nice fork. Ford bought this at a marketplace, because he knew he'd It's like in two parts, and he's like, screw it together. Um, An artisanal fork? No, it's, like, carved along the handle and stuff like that, so... So, so somebody, somebody tricked Ford into buying this fork. Yeah, totally. <laughs> the tactical engravings provide no advantage whatsoever unless you want to sell it as a collectible. <laughs> it kind of gets in the ways of his fingers a little yeah, bit. Yeah, the red dot fairy. Okay, enough talking about specifics of forks. Let's move on with the adventure. <laughs> sure. So, um, Foran, you don't normally eat with them in the ship. You normally eat with your family, right? So who is your family? Mm. Okay, so as for my family, um... My dad used to be a courier just like I did, but eventually he got, unfortunately, too old for the job, and so he had to retire. Did he... Um, so he was an actual, like, honest-to-God courier? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where was his contract? Uh, his contract, I would say that Sorry, would be... Sorry, let me narrow it down. Was it a really lucrative contract, or just a normal contract? Like, a decent contract? It was a decent contract. It wasn't... Like, it was all right for money, but... Yeah, what was more important was that he did the job well. So the blue collar guy kind of yeah, yeah so a blue collar courier. For you, I'll say that his contract would likely be with someone like the Corax. So right. mainly trading in stone and metals. Yeah, totally. Probably. And so but yeah, ever since he retired, uh, money has been hard to come by for Foreign's family, which is why he wants to do so well with uh, contracts like this and make a lot of money so he can support his large family of himself, his mom, his dad, and his many brothers. Do you have any sisters? Have they managed to make a daughter yet? They're working on it. Mm. Mm. That's why they have so many brothers. Yeah. yeah. No, that's you, you keep popping them out until you get one girl. And then she's the youngest by default. Well, generally. I mean, you could try, if you got one right at the beginning, you could try for two. True, yeah. true. That, that's wild. Uh-huh. A family with two daughters? She oh. had Whoa. Whoa now. What are you going to do with all that progenitiveness? <laughs> I have a feeling that if you have two daughters, everyone's going to want to marry them because that means that they have a better have, chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Two Women run in our family. <laughs> the power of me. <laughs> it runs in the family. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Alright, moving on. So you spend most of your days with Akiko yeah. doing pitches or training. Mm. What what does your training consist of? Don't you also compete in the I don't know. We'll get to the races. Mm. Okay. So for training, it begins at sunup every single morning. I get up, I eat a very um, an average size breakfast just because I can't have too much before I start running and stuff. Only like six eggs. Yeah, only six eggs. I need protein. Every morning to help me get large. Chris is actually playing Gaston. And so he does 
you know, a warm up to start. Then he basically does uh, staggered running. So he goes from super, super fast to just maintain for stamina over a period of time. And then when he's tired, he goes super, super fast again and then runs for like another 20 minutes of average paced stamina based running. Hit. Mm. Exactly. The interval. Yeah, there you go. And then, yeah, and then he does a whole bunch of other exercises associated with the legs, like just you know, he thinks that there are a bunch of ex- different exercises, but it's just a whole shit ton of squats. <laughs> He's got the squat, the front squat, the hack squat, the dumbbell squat, the kettlebell squat, Team squat, wall squat, upside down squat, lunges. They're, they're all different. I'll have you know. He just blasts those glutes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and you could rest a plate. On those glutes. <laughs> you shatter a plate on those glutes. Actually, I knew a kid in high school who had just the craziest butt. It was a straight up. You could actually put things on it, I swear what? to God. Damn. Yeah. Shout out. He was ranked third in our prominence for weightlifting. Uh, nice. There you go. Did he, also a very did he bounce nice the weights on his butt? That would have been good. <laughs> I don't believe so. But yeah, um, and as for his squats, he trains by picking up progressively heavier and heavier items and doing squats with them. So, yeah. He's very serious about his work. And And so I think the the foreign watches the races very closely. Uh huh. He's not at the level yet where he could compete in the main team. But this is the one thing that he studies. Like, he watches people run, he makes notes of all their movements, all their stretches they do beforehand the mechanics with which they run everything. Right. So you guys very quickly, even with your limited exposure to the city, learn about the races. It's even in your like vocab <laughs> to learn about races. And you learn that uh, the races comprise many different sports. Um, but the biggest one is foot racing. As you can imagine, being fast, very important to couriers. Yes. So they have- right, the language with six words for races. <laughs> so they have uh, foot races, chariot races, and horse riding. But the foot races are the big deal. Mm-hmm. And you basically have a team of relay racers. And there's usually, sometimes there'll be obstacle courses, sometimes it's just a straight race, they'll vary up the lengths. But you have four teams that are the most popular in the city. And they went pretty simple. You can tell this probably started as something else for training and got way out of hand. Way out of hand. So you've got blue team, green team, yellow team, and red team. Ah, so the Constantinople thing. Hey! Hey! All right, so Hara is very excited. He wants to see one of these races. Great. I'll say Team Blue and Team Green are the big ones. They're the ones you see that color flag hanging out of every shop window. Mm. And, you know, if you're wearing green, you go into a blue store, you're, you're going to have some trouble. Yeah. I that, want this the, damn blue in here. Get a, out of here. It's a lot of problems because we're naturally kind of greenish and people don't realize okay, that. We, we, wear, we wear brown clothes. No, yeah, yes. Our clothes are camouflaged. Mm. So. And... What team are you? This is an important question. Grave consequences. If your team loses. Wait, 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 look, look, look. I think it might be decided for us already. <gasps> yeah, okay, see, I'll, be, I'll be team blue then. Yeah. See, Chris, if your focus. team loses, the entire city goes into a riot and the Western Roman Empire is set back 100 years. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you got that reference. Thank you. Yeah, we're in Vancouver. We know a thing or two about riots. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is based on some very intense historical riots. They're yeah. 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 classicists. Uh huh. <laughs> They've studied the. Thanks, extra history. history. They rioted at a time when they couldn't afford to have people rip each other apart. 
Well, it's just funny. Like, both the now. Where it's one of the only, like, sport riots that is told in the same yeah. history classes as, like, wars. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> people got so pissed off about us versus them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, Hara. Yes. You really want to go to the races. Absolutely. Do you ask anyone to take you? Um, well, I probably wake up out of just habit the same time around, because, like, you know, I'm a hunter. I get up early in order to set traps, and I probably haven't broken that habit yet. So I probably have seen, like, Foran doing his training. Yeah. And I Who sort hasn't? Of, yeah. And I sort of, like, put two and two together, and I sort of, like, come up to him at one point. It's like, uh, Foran, are you Yo. racing? Oh, um, well, I mean, uh, one day. But, uh, I'm, right now I'm just practicing for the races. Oh, um, well, I want to see the races. I look at him as though, uh, yeah, he's asked me to be the godfather of his firstborn child. <laughs> he, you want to see the races? Yes, they, they sound very exciting. I'd like to go see them. Oh, my child. And I clap him onto his shoulders. You have no idea. And like, so I smile awkwardly. What about your friend? Are we taking them? Uh, let me go ask. Okay. All right, so I'll go find... So where's uh, Kirsty hanging out in the airship, like, early in the morning? Uh, early in the morning? Yeah. Um, I will be uh, on the deck of the ship, communing with the birds of the city. Mm. Duh! Yes. So you're communing <laughs> with... like the... a Disney princess yeah. over here. So you're communing... Over here. <laughs> over here. Like, a Disney princess is also like a gnome or an Ewok. <laughs> I would love to see a New Jersey Disney princess. Hey, I'm fucking magic wait, wait. over here. That's, uh... Oh, shit. What? What's that musical called? Oh, Enchanted. Enchanted. Yeah, yeah, I know. Except that. she's not really from New Jersey. She's just a Disney princess in New no, Jersey. No, no, no. Because she switches places with the woman who is from New Jersey. Oh, yeah, And yeah, yeah. she becomes a fairy tale princess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's not atheists. But that's only talking about, like, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. All right, so anyways. So you're communing with the birds. They're all thing. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, Hara flings open the hatch, making a loud sound and causing them all to scatter. Uh, Kirsty, oh, are you doing something? What is it? Do you, do, do you want to go to the races? Foreign says he'll take me with him. What races? What races? Foreign <laughs> <laughs> <Port laughs> races. <laughs> A thigh pops out of the head. <laughs> the thigh comes out. Six seconds later, the rest of Foreign follows. <laughs> Listen, if you've never seen the races, you've been missing out your entire life. Haven't you been doing the assignments? Why were you even born? <laughs> like, I hold up a bunch of worksheets that are just all about the races. This is about sure. seeing... Yeah, is okay! This, is this, a, this is a cultural activity? Yes, it's the only activity. Among couriers, <laughs> this is the be-all and end-all of our existence. You haven't been doing the assignments, have you? This sounds, uh, this sounds like it could be important. I will accompany you. Yay! Awesome. All right, hold on. Let me okay. go ask somebody else. And where do I find Taika early in the morning? Lurking around. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever the shadows still cling. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. I'm like a cat. Right. So I go to the, I'm a reverse cat. I, I hide from the sunlight instead of sitting yeah. in it. So I, I try and find the darkest corner of the ship. Taika! Taika! I pop up my name. What? Ah, <laughs> God! Ah, but Yashi, you scared the hell out of me. Oh, sorry. Uh, anyway, do you want to come to the races? The races. Have you not been doing the assignments either? No, no, I know the races. They, the uh, colored people run around. The blues and the greens yell at each other. Yes, yes. Oh, thank God, you have. Okay, cool. The colored people. <laughs> Girl. 
<laughs> yes, um, Foran says that he would take us to it. Kirsty's coming as well. Mm, what? Is he a racer? Training to be one. At least that's what I understood from it. Mm. <clears throat> Fine. Yay! Alright, so I go find, uh, yes, we're all coming. Alright, Akiko! Yeah? Oh, you were right there. Um, <laughs> yes, I was Don't right yell there. right in my face, please. <laughs> Where you were yelling. Sorry, sorry. Um, do you want to come to the races? But I gotta follow these TPS reports. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Corin, yes! I will go to the races. Woohoo! Okay. All right! Full party going to the races! Okay, so Foran, uh, before you head to the races, Foran takes you to his house. Yeah. So you can paint. Mm. Because oh, yes. you can't go to the races. So we can just... meet his parents? No. No, we gotta get the war paint on. How are we going to show Team Allegiance? Okay. So, yeah, I lead you guys through the city down to, like, the yeah middle class to lower class quarter, like, in between there, and uh, we eventually get to, like, a smallish house. And Okay, so here we are, and I open the door, head in. It's, uh, yeah, pretty, uh, it's a nice house. Like, although it's not much in the way of expensive decorating, it's just very simple, but at the same time, you can get the feeling that it's been lived in for quite a while. Is it made of stone or wood? Um, a little bit of both. It, you, Tudor style. Whew. So, like, two Half timber. Yes. That's not what Tudor means. I don't know architecture. All right, it looks... But yeah, so like, um, like, as Hara goes in, like, he looks around and he marvels at the stone. He's like, wow, this house is magnificent. Hmm. Oh, thanks. Yeah, this has been in my family for like, how many generations? I don't know. Hmm. And yet, the stone stands so well. Uh-huh. It. So the, I'm guessing that Courier House, because of large families, are yeah. pretty big, generally. So there's kind of a mix. There is really large family homes, and then there's a lot of small apartments available for single men. Because that's basically the two options. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking up bachelor suite. Yeah. Right. So Ford still lives with with his family. Yeah. Yeah, but he spends a lot of time at the airship. Mm. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you guys meet the family. Um, It's basically my dad, who's kind of. Well, confined to the ch- uh, rocking chair, more or less, because. But how are them legs? Uh oh, like <laughs> he's got he's got a dad bod, but solely for the legs. Like you can tell, these legs have been places in their lifetime. So Ripley, these legs, yeah, he these legs were still outpace anybody but other couriers. Yeah, exactly. Uh... He's slow by courier standards now because he's older, but he's still faster than anybody who's not a courier. <laughs> and yeah, and my mom, who's yeah, um, she's very polite, very kind, and but there are a whole bunch of little kids running around, like all of the boys. Like uh, maybe six, seven, even Ford's lost track at this point. How old is Ford? Um, he's, mm, yeah, uh, close to 20. Not quite at 20 yet. 19 and three quarters. Yes. Okay. That's what he says. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And so you pull out this little metal uh, container. Yeah. And then you open it up and it's all, I assume it's just blue paint. Oh, yeah. It's nothing but blue. We'll have no greens in this house. <laughs> or, yeah, basically it's kind of like um, there are a bunch of little uh, pots with different shades of blue, but they're almost indiscernible from each other. 
Like, uh, okay, so are we looking for what? Would you say you're more Azure or Cerulean? That one. Cerulean it is, okay. So yeah, I quickly paint you guys up and put it on. Do not touch me. Okay, I hand you the thing and let you do it yourself. I take, I take, put one finger in, and I put a single blue stripe on my mask, and then put my mask on. Alright, that'll work. So, yeah. <laughs> what does this symbolize? Um, well, it symbolizes that we're part of the blue team, and anybody who doesn't have blue on them can go fuck off and die. <laughs> does this mean that by donning this blue, we are now a part of your culture? I guess. Sure. And I say to you and Yvonne, and you would have thought you wouldn't got anything culturally enriching when we left here. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So Agno has like the bare minimum amount. Just like... <laughs> yeah, 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 just like a little bit under the eyes. Because okay. she also is like not super into this. She, she's here because she wants to keep Foran happy because he's helpful yeah. sometimes. Okay, so... Alright, so guys, uh, remember the rules. Or not really the rules, but just advice. We stick together, we stay in the blue section, and we just try to have a good time, okay? All right. And then Foran comes out of the bathroom where he's been applying his stuff. He is now completely shirtless, and blue has been painted in intricate patterns almost over almost every single part of his visible body. How sick are his abs? Or do you have abs, though? He's got abs. Like, he runs a lot, so... So it adds up. Yeah. yeah his upper body <laughs> is... His upper... His upper body is slightly maintained. It, he has abs not because he does a lot of crunches, but because he has so little body fat that, yeah, yeah they're easy to see. All right, so um, uh, Hara will take some of the paint and paint um, whatever the Yavalan word for luck is on uh, his forehead. So it looks like... Well, you're getting into the spirit of things, aren't you, Hara? Wait, doesn't, don't Yavalans not have a written language? Yeah, we do. We have one. Oh, we do. Yeah, that's like something like that. All right, yeah. So he basically... You, you guys, recognize, uh, both Kirsty and Taika recognize it as the word luck, but he applied it in a mirror, and so it's backwards. <laughs> I, I, I'll go, uh, and then I'll wipe it off for him and put it on properly. I look in the mirror. Ah, thanks! <laughs> okay. So then you guys all head out to the races. You yeah, know, we so do. There's a lot of other people heading the same direction. It's race day, mm-hmm. so it's, it's high holiday. Question, is this taking place in the Coliseum? Yes. Ooh... Yeah, so eventually you do approach. Are the runners going to have, like, fucking spikes coming out of their thighs? <laughs> Girl, what? I don't know. Like, yeah, like the, the, the knee breakers you know, on the chariot wheels. What are those? That Ben-Hur? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that Ben-Hur. Just like Ben-Hur. Just like Ben-Hur. Yeah. A plus. Uh, <laughs> a, wait, what? No, no, no. Reference? A-list movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just the best. It was in 1930. The tree people love their Ben-Hur. <laughs> We have a single 8mm projector that we salvaged from the war. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.